is the Franklin Board of Health meeting for February 1st is 4.46 p.m. Um, as a preliminary matter, this is Timothy Cochran. Permit me to confirm that all members and persons anticipated on the agenda are present and can hear me. Chair Bridget Sweet. Present. Member Jeff Harris. Present. Um, members of the staff, please identify yourself for the record. Respond to the affirmative that you're here. We'll start with Jenny. I'm Jenny McNeil here. Cassie Montero here. Alicia Sullivan here. John Robertson here. Kathleen, just for the record. Kathleen here. Um, good evening. This is an open meeting and public hearing of the Franklin Board of Health. It's being conducted as a hybrid model, which means this meeting is convening in person and conference via the Google Hangout application. Please note this meeting is being recorded. Please remember to mute your phone or computer when you are not speaking. Please let us know if you have any questions by raising your hand. Uh, I believe we can. That's it, right? That's the. Mm -hmm. okay. yep. um, let us get to the first matter on the agenda, which is the approval of the January 4th, 2023 meeting minutes. Um, does everyone have the opportunity to review? Any questions or comments? Because we're meeting in a hybrid format, we do have to take a roll call vote. Um, if there is a motion first to accept the meeting minutes. I make a motion to accept the meeting minutes. Okay, um, we'll take a roll call vote. Bridget? Yes. Jeff? Yes. And I also vote yes, accepting the meeting minutes from January 4th, 2023 as presented. Then we can uh, move to the old business, which is the formalization of the Body Works regulations. Just as a uh, clarification for the record, um, these are the regulations that were um, reviewed and accepted at the Fed, at the January 4th, 2023 meeting of the Board of Health after public hearing. I think we can turn it over to new business now, Kathleen. Absolutely. So can I just say first, um, this is going to be a short meeting tonight. Yes. We have to be done at 515, um, so I'll move it along quickly. Um, so Franklin... Um, had uh, the tobacco permit holders inspected and um, all but two had violations. Um, and that just kind of snowballed into our tobacco regulations and what they look like. Um, so first, the tobacco permit holder violations have almost all been abated. Um, I think we have a few more in the queue. We're waiting for something. Um, most of them just didn't have the documentation from the manufacturer um, speaking to the tobacco uh, products that they're selling uh, and missing signs. Um, this is a $1,000 fine. Um, they So far, everyone who's brought in their um, documentation, I have waived the fine. Um, and with, you know, a clear, you know, look, you hold this tobacco permit, you've got to, you know, you've got to know the rules. So. Um, so that being said, if you don't mind me just um, going into the tobacco 2023 um, sales regulation. Yep. Um, so I spoke with um, 
the uh, person at DPH. Um, she sent me the uh, state regulations, uh, which um, I reviewed and sent back to her. I mean, we should just come straight up to the state standards. Um, she's done a draft for us, and so it's included in your packet. Um, I would like you to just take the month um, till our next meeting to review it. Um, this person will be at our meeting in March, uh, yeah, March, and so then you can ask any questions. Um, then I would like to hold up, you know, have a public notice and have a hearing in April if we can, and if not, if we have to move it into May, that's fine. Um, but if that's okay with you, um, Bridget, that my time timeline. Okay. All right. Great. Does anyone have any questions about about that? Not me. Okay. You're good. Okay. You're welcome. Um, I want to remove rescind Chapter 261 tobacco products. Um, it, I spoke with the town clerk, city clerk, and um, that is in the process. It got overlooked when we rescinded a lot of the other regulations earlier, okay. um, and so uh, that's being done. Uh, if I can move on to the local, local upgrade for 30 Uncasbrook Road, um, our contractor uh, does approve the local upgrade, but of course it has to be approved by the board. Um, Basically, the setbacks to the property line should be 10 feet and five feet is proposed, sorry. Um, setbacks to the cellar wall, 20 feet required. Um, they're proposing 13 feet. Setbacks to private wells from leaching area, 100 required. 76, 73, or 89 feet are proposed and less than two depots allow one depot test. Um, do you want to look? Review this. I didn't make a copy for you, so. Um, well, we'll review just so that see if there's any questions. Yeah. I think your representations. And uh, like I said, our Title Five consultant um, agreed to the upgrade. We just want to make it formal through the board. Bridget, you have any comments? I know you. No. Okay. Any questions, Jeff? No. So entertain a, um, we'll have to accept it by motion, correct? Yes. So entertain a motion to accept the local upgrade for 30 on this row as presented. Motion. I make, I make a motion to accept it. Second. Anyone second? Second. Okay. Take a roll call vote. Bridget? Aye. Yes. Jeff? Yes. And I vote yes as well to accept the proposed local upgrade to 30 Uncasbrook Row. Thank you. Right. I think that brings us to our regional inspector report. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, so for the month of January, I had uh, 15 biannual uh, food inspections and 12 uh, food establishment re-inspections. That's my halfway today. Great. Didn't tag on any trainings this uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. Thanks so much, John. Sure. Um, our health nurse report. Hi, everyone. So for communicable diseases, COVID-19 cases in this data um, is from January 30th. So the numbers are subject to change. Total cases for January uh, 2023 were 132 versus 190 for December of 2022. 
expired at the end of January, and now we have new ones that are at least good until the end of August. So if anyone would like to contact us, me or Cassie at the Franklin Senior Center, we can bring them out curbside. Um, we also um, distribute some boxes to the library, um, the fire department, the rec center, and for the schools, for the staff. Um, influenza cases, severity for Massachusetts is actually low this week, which is a big change from the past month. Um, the percent of influenza-like illnesses in Massachusetts is down to 2.04%, which is slightly higher than the regional baseline of 2% um, during the week, like a year previous. The percent of hospitalizations associated with influenza is down to 0.62%, which is higher than the two previous, two of the previous three seasons in the same week. And there's still more influenza A than B specimens reported by hospitals and outpatient facilities in Massachusetts. And the vaccination rate for all ages is 44% in Massachusetts. For Central Park Terrace, there, we did a blood pressure clinic on the 25th of January, continuing the global food pantry um, the fourth Wednesday of every month. There will be one in February, so the next one will be in March. Um, meetings and trainings done, continuing with the bi-weekly local board of health webinars. Um, I've been attending the student health and wellness um, advisory council meetings at Franklin High School, so I had one last month on January 10th. Um, I went to the Massachusetts, um, it's like Public Health Nursing Alliance, they had a luncheon and networking in January on the 12th. I also completed my um, ACLS, which is Advanced Cardiac Life-Saving Certification, um, with the fire station, which was amazing. The paramedics are so wonderful. And I did that on the 17th. I work, was working on a new training also this month that we conducted at the Senior Center. It's um, first aid, medical emergencies, and we did that on the 24th. We taught about anaphylaxis, using EpiPens, um, asthma attacks, heart attack, stroke, and teaching the Heimlich maneuver. So that was a lot of fun. We actually did two of those trainings um, that month. Uh, we also are teaching with Tri-County. They're coming out to the Senior Center, the Medical Assistant Program. So we just did a quick training with them on using EpiPens and Maven and basically what me and Cassia's roles are. And then we're gonna do Stop the Bleed training for them next month to give them the certification. Um, I also did the re-enrollment into the BFC program, which is the vaccine for children. Um, I can get vaccines for children 18 and under for free uh, for food vaccines, and you know we want to keep that going. So I had a site inspection on the 20th, and continuing with weekly home visits, anything from medication management to blood pressures and glucose monitoring. Awesome. As always, has anything, I know I asked you once before, um, is anything Raise those numbers to get people comfortable. 
beginning stages because we want to see how it goes with people. Because like I said, it's not a certification. Right. It's just a educational training, but also with that, you don't have to pay $100 to go get your CPR either. It's free. Mm -hmm. So that's the nice part about it. Yeah. It's free for people. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. That's great news. Yeah. Keep us posted on this. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Next month. <laughs> for sure. Just loading. Yeah. Um, do you want me to put it on any specific? It doesn't matter. So. Um, Sorry. I no, that's fine. <laughs> do you want me to come up there? Yeah. To show it? Sure. Come on up. All right. So on the left, you'll see a map. Um, it's down um, in each town by each tract. So if you want to click. For example, if you live on Lincoln Street in Franklin, right up there, um, you want to know what the health outcome is of arthritis, the prevalence there. If you click on it, it'll show the, the prevalence in that area, which is said, I think, 
if you scroll up a little bit, you can. Oh, yep, no, sit down. Okay, 19.5%. Um, so you can do that for each of the tracks. Um, and then, so the more kind of transparent is, um, that's less prevalence compared to the darker colors. Um, and if you look to the right over here, it compares, in this example, arthritis prevalence for Franklin, Norfolk, and Rentham. You can hover over it too to show the prevalence of each town. And if you click on it, it'll highlight the area that it is referring to. And then also you can see on the side the national average as well too. Um, and then just the bottom here shows the description. So this one, um, respondents that were told by a health professional they had arthritis. Um, demographic, 18 older. Uh, we linked um, the story map that it'll bring you to the medical section um, where we got the data. And then so it's just it's pretty much the same for every one of these topics. Um, wow, then, that's really good. Yes, that's and then awesome. also health risk behaviors, see binge drinking, current smoking. Um, it's per interesting that Brentham is a lot higher than Franklin and Norfolk and the arthritis. Yeah. So yeah, that so prevention, health status, and then we also included links to the healthcare resources, the other GIS yeah, yeah. in there too. So it's all kind of one place. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Good job. It took good, yeah. oh, a couple months. A couple we, months. Uh, we work with the, the GIS uh, person, Natalie. Natalie yeah. Well, I don't. You do. Yeah. Um, they just show me what they do. <laughs> I give them. I give them the. <laughs> I give them the idea, and they take it from there. So so, I got to come up with another GIS. Thing. But isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So, um, um, I don't know where Bridget and I went, but I lost you, Bridget. I'm here. I know. I just don't know where. <laughs> I just don't know where. That's all right. Um, I, I think that's it, right? Bridget, any, um, oh, we do have citizens present, any citizen commentary? Okay. Right, quick question, if I may. Please. Where does the data come from to create that dashboard? The CDC. CDC it's, yeah. And they get it from private practitioners and hospitals and stuff? Um, if you go on, if you want to go on the home, data gives you a whole description where it's from. It's called their places um, site, but I think they partner with No, I didn't let anyone else in, so um, there she is. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there any other new business? Anything else? Bridget, anything? No, but the public health emergency will be over on May 11th. That's okay. right, yeah. yeah. So that will change um, uh, how people are getting access to their COVID vaccine and their COVID testing kits, mm -hmm. but um, definitely kind of return to normalcy there. And there's a massive recall right now for Danielle Meats. So if you have Forest Head or any kind of charcuterie at home, yes. check it out. They're called about 53,000 pounds of meat to the area. 
So What's the name brand? producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clark and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.